Amen. It says, And Simon answered, said unto him, Master, we've toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. And when they had done this, had, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. And their net brake, and they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Praise God. You may be seated tonight. Amen. Uh, you know, I don't know what this is going to come out to be. I just know what God's put on my heart. I just know what God has laid on my heart tonight for this, this service. And uh, as I begin to prepare for this, this message tonight, as I begin to ask God what, what to speak, there actually was a message that was laid on my heart that I had preached uh, in Gardner some months ago, some time ago. I don't remember even when, but, but just a thought was rolling around in my mind. And so as I begin to prepare, amen, I know, I know why. Because there was something in that message that God wanted to show me, amen, that wasn't necessarily what I had preached, but something in the scripture in this text that we read tonight, amen, uh, that I took in that message that God showed me for tonight, amen. I'm talking about finding our purpose in God, amen. And so if I were to title this tonight, I always tell, uh, I, you know, I'm just, I'm, Brother Regan's awesome with message titles. I'm horrible with message titles. A lot of times you can look online, most of mine are untitled because I'm just horrible, amen, trying to figure out a title. They don't ever rhyme. They never start with the same letter. None of that stuff. And if I get her to figure out how to do that, maybe I'll preach like Brother Regan someday. But until then, I'll just not title messages, I guess. But tonight, I want to talk about working the night shift. Working the night shift. Amen. We ought to be working for God, doing something for God. Amen. We read in Luke chapter 5 of the apostles. Amen. But these weren't apostles. These were just fishermen at this, this time, amen, of their life. They're just fishermen. Just men going about the work, going about doing what they do. Amen. And uh, we read about them. Amen. In verse 5, it says, uh, Simon speaking to Jesus, his master, we've toiled all the night. Amen. They were working the night shift. Amen. But they were putting, amen, some effort into catching fish. They were putting some work into catching fish fish. Amen. Amen. I'm, I, I, you know, Brother, or Elder Mo, uh, Vaughn Morton said something at Heritage this past year, and I could not remember if it was in the minister's session. I think he repeated it in the general session with everybody. But he got to talking about, he said, I believe we have substituted busyness for fruitfulness. Amen. And that really stuck with me really stuck with me. Do you understand what that means? He was saying, you know what, we've, we've substituted this idea that if we're just busy, uh, that we're fruitful. And it's okay if we're not fruitful if we're busy. Amen. If we're just doing things, amen. Uh, we can even be busy doing things around the house of the Lord or 
or in the house of the Lord, or for uh, the house of God, or, or for pastor, amen. I know uh, Brother Riggin puts these guys, puts us to work at times, amen. But you know what? In the midst of the busyness, we can't, amen, neglect the fact, amen, that we need to be fruitful more than busy. Amen. Jesus, or the Lord, uh, in Genesis, when Adam and Eve were created, he says, be fruitful and multiply. Amen. We have a purpose. It's to be fruitful. Amen. Not just busy. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. I find so. I find in my times, in my life, the devil just wants to keep me busy. Amen. And I look at everything through the lens of I'm busy. I, I'm, I'm just too busy. Amen. And we justify not being fruitful in the kingdom of God because we're just so busy. Amen. We've got this and we've got that. Amen. And when something in the kingdom of God that we could be fruitful at, amen, we disregard and push aside and say, no, I'm too busy. Amen. When all the time God's trying to say, yeah, but you're not fruitful. Hallelujah. So I ask the question today. Amen. What are you doing for the kingdom of God? What are we doing in the house of God? What are, we, are we fruitful? Amen. In the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Just talking to us tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Or are we busy? Just plain old busy. Amen. The apostles out on the seas, just fishing, working the night shift. Praise God. Amen. Just fishing. Amen. We're not there for the fun of it. This was their living. They had to catch something. Amen. If they were going to survive, they had to catch a fish. They had, they had, that was their job. That wasn't a recreational sport to them. This was their livelihood. This is what was going to keep them alive. This was what was going to, amen, feed their family. This is what was going to provide for their home. Amen. Amen. And put food on the table. They had to be fruitful. Amen. If they, amen, if they, they weren't fruitful in their excursion, amen, they were going to starve. Hallelujah. Amen. We are called to be fruitful in the kingdom of God. Amen. Jesus even said, amen, every branch that beareth not fruit shall be cut off. Why? Because you're taking, amen, there's nutrients, there's, there, there, there's, there's uh, water, there's energy, there's nutrients, amen, amen, that, that God is trying to get to those that are fruitful. Amen. There's, there's blessings that are coming down the way, amen, amen, that, that you're receiving. And if, and if you're receiving the blessing, amen, but there's no fruit, amen, the Lord's the Bible says that branch will be cut off because there's some, amen, there's a, there's a branch that's got fruit. They're working hard, amen, and they're doing their best. And God says, I'm going to help the one that's being the most fruitful. Hallelujah. Working, amen, this night shift. Praise God. I, I, I just think God's looking for, for somebody, for a church, amen, to be fruitful, to be about the Father's business, about the kingdom of God, amen. Are we just busy. Amen. I don't, uh, this just keeps going over and over in my mind. And I keep praying. I say, God, I've been guilty of this. I've been guilty of just being busy, too busy to work in the house of the Lord, too busy to be, amen, about what God has for me to do. Amen. Have we looked around? Do you, we look around and say, what can I do for the house of God or what, uh, what can I do? Amen. That would possibly, amen, help a soul. Come into the kingdom of God. 
Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. That ought to be our perspective. Ought to be our outlook. Amen. Not, not what can I, what can I let go? And, amen. The Bible talks about the things, every man's work's going to be tried. Amen. Every man's work's going to be tried. The things that are hay and stubble, there are things that are gold, and there are things that are silver in your life. Amen. But you're going to be tried when the fire comes. Amen. And that hay and that stubble, amen, and that straw, amen, is going to be burned up. And all you're going to have left is that which you put into the gold and into the silver. Oh, praise God. Amen. Amen. When the trials of life come, when that fiery trial comes, amen, amen, when your life is consumed, what remains, praise God, what remains of your walk with God? What remains, amen, uh, what remains uh, of your family? I'm talking about being fruitful, praise God, amen. Putting the effort into your home and your children, amen. Being in the house of God, being at prayer meeting, amen. Being, a, amen, at Bible study. Come on, I'm talking about being in the kingdom of God, amen. If we're going to be in the kingdom of God, he's called us to do something. He's called us to be a part of his church, amen. Why, amen, I don't want to just sit back and say, oh, thank God. I am thankful that I was saved. I'm thankful that I was pulled out of the muck and mire of sin, but it wasn't for no reason. Amen. It was to be fruitful. Amen. It was to get to work. Amen. It was that I wasn't just busy. Amen. I'm talking about doing something for God. I'm talking about being and looking and going, I could be fruitful with that. A soul could be born if I worked in this area. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Begging, borrowing, and stealing. Amen. People to help. Around the house of God is, uh, I don't know if God's pleased in, in that. Praise God. Uh, look, I'm talking about doing something for God. What God has called you to do. Praise God. Are we busy or are we fruitful? Amen. Are we fruitful in the kingdom of God? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The apostles. The apostle Peter. Amen. Was fishing. All night long. Hallelujah. All night long. Praise God. By the while Jesus also talks, there's a story about Mary and Martha. Mary at the feet of Jesus. Amen. Martha says, come on, Lord, get, tell her to get, get to being busy. I'm, being, I'm busy. She's not. He says, hold on a second. She's chose the better thing. Hallelujah. Nothing's more important. Nothing is more important than spending time with the Lord. Nothing is more important, amen, than spending time with the Lord. Nothing is more important than coming to the house of God and spending time with the Lord. Nothing is more important, amen, than spending time with Jesus. Nothing is more important, amen, than talking to the Lord. Nothing is more important, amen, than praying. Nothing is more important, amen, than seeking God. Nothing is more important, amen, than talking to the Lord. Nothing is more important, Brother Jared, amen, than finding a place and saying, Lord, I just want to be with you. Lord, I just pray. You, Lord, I just want to be 
in your presence. Uh, amen. Nothing is more important than talking to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. You know, if I had, if we had, you had, somebody you haven't seen in many years, months possibly, come into town, call you tonight and say, hey, I'm going to be in town tomorrow morning. I'm passing through. I'm just going to be here for a couple hours. We're on our way to wherever. You know, I've done this. I've done everything I could to move my schedule around to make time. So you know what? Hey, uh, I can push this off and I can do this. I'll meet you for breakfast. I don't want to miss a chance to spend some time with you as you pass through my town. Amen. Amen. But I'm telling you, we have access to the Lord at all times. Amen. I'm telling you, we grow complacent with the fact that God is there every time we need him. God is available whenever we are ready. Amen. I'm talking about getting close to God, having a relationship with the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about revival. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to the, what does that mean? Do you think about this? Do we think about revival? Do we think about souls? Amen. Is revival coming having good church? No, it's not. It's not that's not revival. Revival isn't having, amen, shout. I love shout down service. I love to run the aisles. I, I, I love worship. I love good praise and a good, amen. But what is revival? Amen. What does it mean? Amen. Uh, what does it mean uh, to have revival? What does it mean to put, I'm talking, it's, it's putting effort into winning souls. That's what revival is. Amen. Amen. Not finding uh, ways out of doing things but finding a place, finding a way to be fruitful in the kingdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How? Amen. I didn't even intend to stay too long on this. I was just going to kind of go over this tonight a little bit and get on, amen, to the apostles here. But, amen, I just want to know, God, help me. Amen, examine my own life. Amen, if... I'm too busy for revival. Am I too busy, amen, to do and be a part of the ministry at the church? Am I too busy, amen, to be involved? Am I too busy, hallelujah, to work for God? How easy will we pick up an extra shift? How easy will we pick up extra work on the side? How easy do we pick up a, another side job if we can do it or to find some way to pick up some extra cash. Amen. Amen. But when the Lord comes and says, hey, I need you. And we say, hey, I've fulfilled my eight-hour shift. I've done my duty for you, Lord. I don't have anything left to give. I'm too busy. Praise God. Amen. I want revival. Amen. We look around. Amen. I want, I, I, we look around. You, you take what we see. Amen. Uh, tonight. Amen. Don't look at what you see tonight. Amen. Don't look at what you see in the house tonight. Don't look at the people that aren't here. Amen. I'm talking about looking, amen, beyond, amen, to what God is doing. Amen. You look at the Christmas banquet. You look at Thanksgiving. You look at Sunday morning. You look at the high points and say, okay, God's doing something here. I'm going to make sure, amen, I'm going to make sure we give birth. I'm going to make sure that I'm fruitful. What can I do for those that are here? What can I do, amen, and identify a target and say, I'm going to do everything that I can. 
to be fruitful in this house. Uh, I'm going to do everything that I can, amen, to make sure they stick, uh, to do everything I can to make sure, amen, that they stay, amen, and God's kingdom grows and grows and grows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Apostle Peter, I'm going to move on to my, more of my notes here. The Apostle Peter toils, says, Lord, we've, Master, we've toiled all the night. All the night. All night long. And to you and I, we think that's kind of crazy. Man, you're fishing all night. That's kind of, kind of an odd thing. That's kind of a tough thing. Amen. That's kind of... Wow, that's, that's, you know, this was, this was, uh, we tend to look at this as the exception. Amen. Oh, poor, uh, poor Peter. He was fishing all night long and man, and weary in his body. Amen. But listen, night fishing is a very common thing in the Middle East. This is the norm. This is how they fish. Amen. A very common, very typical thing for many of these folks to fish at night. Amen. And the fishermen, they prefer fishing at night as opposed to the day. That's what they would prefer. This was what the Apostle Peter uh, was used to doing. He was used to working, amen, uh, the night shift, if you will. He was used to, amen, uh, to, to laboring at night. He was used to getting in the boat as it was, the sun was going down, maybe, amen, and getting out on the water and spending all night. And when sun come up, it was time to go home, amen. And so this was the this is what he did. This was his job. This he had this. There was a purpose in doing so, amen. The apostle Peter was among many others there, surely in that, uh, that sea that night, fishing. Amen. You know, they didn't have technology like they have today. They, don't have, they didn't have depth finders, right? They didn't have, uh, you know, things to tell you how deep the water are. And you see a little screen and show, see the fish swimming by and you know where they are. They didn't have all that kind of fancy stuff. Amen. Uh, they, they didn't have all the, 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 the fancy uh, equipment that we have. Amen. They had... Amen. Something, the, the only thing that they knew would work. They had the only thing, amen, that, that knew that would work. Amen. Because the darkness, amen, was to their advantage. Amen. Fishing at night gave them an advantage. And, and there was a reason why they preferred going out in the middle of the night as opposed to during the day. There was a reason. Amen. Going somewhere. Amen. There is a purpose in their fishing the night shift. Praise God. And this is the reason why. When they got loaded up into their boat, the purpose was to catch fish. Of course, they get all their gear, they get all their tackle. It's getting close to the sun going down. Amen, Brother Jared, they'd, they'd be loading up their boats, their little fishing boats, and they'd put them, get get the net, make sure it was all ready to go, make sure they have any tackle that they needed, any equipment, some knives, things of that nature. Amen. And, uh, and in it, they would include a lantern. Amen. They would include a lantern. Amen. As they went out. You know, and you'd think, well, why is this for? What was the purpose? Amen. And here's what these men would do. Amen. This is how Dr. W.M., well, here's, okay, let me explain a little bit more before I go there. 
They go out into the darkness. Have you ever been out in the dark with no lights like at all from the city or in it? It's, it's really a different experience when there's no other lights around. There's an extreme darkness, and you really, really can't see unless there's a full moon, that sort of thing. But for the most part, it's just really dark. Amen. And many times out on the water, it was just that dark. Amen. And what can you do out there? Well, they would take these lanterns. Amen. This light from this lantern, dark, dark, pitch black night, and they would hold that lantern over the water. Okay? And something about that light, amen, would attract the fish. And so as they would see the fish come to the light, they would either spear the fish or they would use a net to catch the fish. Amen. There was something, somehow, there was an attraction between the darkness of the water. Amen. But that fish, as it saw the light, amen, was attracted to that light. Amen. It was an advantage that the fishermen had at night, amen, that they didn't have during the daytime. Amen. The darkness of the night provided much uh, the what they needed. Amen. So that the effectiveness of the light, uh, amen, would attract, uh, amen, what they had come for. They could go out in the middle of the day and do the same thing, amen, but it wouldn't work, amen. They could go put their lantern out in the daytime, but it wouldn't do anything to help them catch the fish, amen. Somehow somebody thought, hey, let's go out at nighttime and see if it works better then. I don't know how they figured this out. I don't understand who started this concept. Amen. I'm talking just about though the darkness of the night. Amen. Provided the means. Provided the environment. Amen. It was darkness. Amen. That provided the environment that the light could work as it should. That the light could attract the fish as it should. Amen. You say, why do you go out in the middle of the night? Everybody else is sleeping. Everybody else is at home. Yeah, but I know I'm coming for a reason. I'm I'm a fisherman. I've got to catch some fish and I'm going to go out when it's the darkest. I'm going to go out when there's no light so that when I shine the light that I bring, amen, there's an attraction. And somehow or another those fish are going to find me because everything else is dark and I've got the only light. I've got the only light. Amen. Then fish are going to find it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm talking about working the evening shift, uh, working the night shift. Uh, amen. I'm talking about working for God in the darkness. Many people, everybody had lanterns. Everybody owned lanterns and candles and lights. Amen. Hey, uh, they didn't have electricity. They didn't have a light switch to turn on. Amen. Brother Lloyd, you've been out of a job. You have to be a lantern salesman or something. A candle man. I don't know. Praise God. They didn't have electricity. But everybody had a light. Everybody had a light. But there were some fishermen. They were the only ones used it to catch fish. Oh, come on. You know, Jesus talked about, you know, you got 12 hours in the day to walk because it's daylight, so you don't stumble, you don't trip. When it gets dark, you know, you don't. You know what, that light, everybody else was using 
so that they don't fall, so they don't stumble. I'm going to make sure I'm okay. I, I'm going to make sure I can have a place for my family to sit around the night and in the nighttime hour so we can sit and we can talk. And maybe some time of fellowship around that light. Oh, hallelujah. That light, thank God. Amen. They didn't have to sit in darkness. Thank God there was a light. Thank God they could walk from uh, their house to, to the neighbor's house if they had to in the nighttime. Amen. And not stumble. Amen. Amen. But there were some men, amen, out on the water somewhere. Amen. It says, I'm taking my light out where the fish are. I'm taking my light. Amen. Amen. They use that light for the purpose of catching fish. Amen. I'm talking about there's a reason you are in the kingdom of God. There's a purpose, amen, for you in your life. There's a reason God gave us the Holy Ghost. There's a reason we have His Spirit inside of us. Hallelujah. Praise God. We can say we've got the light. I've got the Holy Ghost. But when the darkness comes, that's the best opportunity to take advantage and win some souls. Praise God. We talk about this world we live in. You look around. We talk about it often here. It's easy to say how dark this world is. Amen. Public schools have gone to pot. Government's lost its mind. People have lost its mind, their mind. This world is not Christian people. The, the, the ideology of the nation, of the people, have just lost their mind. They're not, they're not, they're not, they, they, everything about it, there's darkness everywhere you turn. Amen. There's darkness Amen. I'm talking about right now. Hallelujah. We're entering in, amen, to the most advantageous time of history. One of the most advantageous times for your light to do what it was meant to be and to do. Amen. I'm talking about getting out in the water. I'm talking about getting out and using that light. Amen. You know what? Simply hold that light out. Amen. Just be the light in the darkness. Amen. And being out there, hallelujah, and saying, I'm not going to hold up at home. I'm not going to sleep through the night. Amen. I'm going to toil all night long. Amen. Looking and casting. Amen. And bringing up the net and, and trying to see if I can, uh, just by the light, amen, of the Holy Ghost, do some attracting of, of somebody in my life. Uh, is there a way that I can reach somebody? Is there a way that somebody just because of who I am amen and the kindness, that, amen I live my life. The way I treat folks, the way I am, the light that is in me praise God we have, a, we have an advantage we have an advantage because of the darkness we have an advantage, praise God hallelujah Dr. W.M. Thomas Thompson, amen, wrote a book called the land in the book. Amen. Talked about describing this night fishing in Palestine. Amen. He says it's a beautiful sight. With blazing torch, the boat glides over the flashing sea. And the men stand gazing keenly into it until their prey is sighted. When quickly as lightning they fling their net or fly their spear. Often you see the tired fishermen come solemnly into the harbor in the morning. Having toiled all night in vain. Amen. Amen. This was the Apostle Peter. He knew what it meant. Amen. It just says this night, he says, Lord, I've told all the night. I've worked all night long. I've been out here since yesterday at 
at sunset. I've been working all night long. Amen. Uh, Master, you know I work the night shift. Master, you know this is what I do. Amen. I'm weary. I'm tired. I'm ready to go home and I'm ready to lay down. I'm just too weary for this. Amen. But but at thy word. Amen. At thy word. I, I, one more time, I'll cast the net. Amen. Uh, one more time, Brother Jared, I'm going to cast a net. One more time. Amen. I'm talking about reaching somebody. I'm talking about doing what you're called to do. Praise God. I'm talking I hope I'm getting through to somebody tonight. I hope somebody gets a hold of this. Amen. Walks out of here changed and different. Amen. With a hunger in their heart to see a soul saved. Praise God. Because God's calling us. He's trying to say, hey, it's dark. It's time to get out with your light. Hallelujah. The apostle out on the water. Hallelujah. All night. He knew what he was doing. Praise God. And he's going, I don't, it's daylight. Got no advantage. I, 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 don't, I don't even know how to go about doing this. But you tell me to drop my net. I'll drop my net and pick this thing back up. That's fine. Amen. But I've lost all of my advantage. Amen. But then he cast that net. Amen. And then he realizes all of a sudden the, the, the draw of fish. Amen. That he has. And you could imagine for a guy that had fished his whole life. This was unheard of. Maybe one, maybe two fish. He may have been expecting, I may get a, I may get a something. Amen. But what he failed to realize was that light of day. It wasn't just the sun glaring down from the sky. Jesus said, hey, it don't make sense to you. Let me shine my light on the situation let me shine my light on the situation hallelujah he attracted so many fish into the apostles net that it nearly broke hallelujah when our reasoning amen it doesn't make sense to us amen when we trust in the lord and say god i don't know how this is going to happen I don't know how it's going, but I'm going to just let you have your way. And I'm, I don't know how I'm going to win a soul. I don't know how I'm going to win this family. I don't know how I'm going to win these individuals. Amen. Just let God shine his light. Amen. Amen. He'll take that light and shine through you. He said, I'm the light of the world. Then he turned and says, you're the light of the world. Amen. I'm talking about being God's light, working in the darkness. Amen. In the night shift hours, the late night hours, when everybody else, amen, is weary and tired. Amen. There's a church. There's some saints of God. Amen. Or that are going out into the darkness. Amen. With a purpose that says, okay, God, I'm taking my light out into the darkness. You're going to help me. You're going to show me how you're going to attract somebody to me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You've got to do something for God. You've got to do something for God. I'm learning more and more and more and more and more as time goes on what the scripture what the Lord meant in the scripture that says patience is a virtue. Amen. Individuals that you talk to, seeds that you I've talked to some, but you know what? Every day we wake up, every day I wake up, I go anywhere. I, I try to say, God, okay, help me. There's a purpose 
in my heart. There's a purpose in my life, and it's to win somebody to you. Amen. I've had folks, amen, come in, amen, once, and you don't see them. And a few weeks later, they'll often and show up. And, amen. I'm talking about patience with God's people. I want to win souls. I want to see revival. Amen. Sometimes, God, I think I'm too busy to be patient and wait on you, Lord. Hallelujah. God, help us to be patient with the ones we're working with. Help us to be patient, amen, with those we've witnessed to. Help us to be patient, God, amen, and not be discouraged. Help us to be patient, amen, and understand you're going to work it all together in your time, in your way, amen, all the while. I'm just going to let the light shine. Not going to get frustrated with somebody. Not going to get aggravated with them. Not going to get upset with them. Not going not gonna, to, but just smile and love them. When I walk in the door, when I walk in the door, when I see them, I'm just going to, hey, I love you. And how's it going? And amen. And be in the light. Amen. And amen. No condemnation to them. No, but just be a light to them and, and to love them and to care about them. Amen. I'm talking loving somebody to do more. Amen. For somebody than anything else. You could preach truth and doctrine to them. Amen. You can teach them. Amen. Acts 2.38. Amen. And every one of the scripture in the Bible. Amen. Up one side and down the other. Amen. You can get, But you know what? I'm finding out some people don't even know which is the front and which is the back of the Bible, let alone teach them about the oneness of God. Amen. But you know one thing, amen, that resonates with somebody is, hey, Something about it. I just like them. Hey, how about this? Try it. Just get people to like us. Get people to care. No, we care about them. Have somebody you don't know, amen, start liking you and trying to be around you because you're, you're enjoyable to be around. Praise God. I just want to win somebody to you know, I realize how bad hell's going to be. Think about it. Hell's going to be horrible. Torment. I, and, and I look at, look at folks and, and I say, oh God, don't let them go to hell. Don't let them be lost. Amen. It's more, than, it's more than that beautiful building over there. And I, I want to build it. Brother Jared, I want to see it. I want to be a part of it all. But I think if we focus on the building, we lose sight of what God's called us to be. Amen. God's called us to be fruitful. God's called us to be witnesses. God's called us to work in His kingdom. God's called us to do something for Him. That's what He's called us to do. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about, you know, we got to work in the nighttime. Fishing. Amen. That goes, the Bible talks about work while it's yet day, night coming, no man should work. I understand all that. But this principle, amen, as this nighttime hours, these fishermen were reaching, amen. The type of the sea is, is typed as the world, and fish that are in the, in the sea are typed as, as people, as souls. Amen. Amen. So when they were going out on the sea, it's like they were going into the world. Amen. Catching fish. It's like they were catching people. Praise God. Amen. All because some men were willing. Amen. To get out on the water in the darkness of night. Amen. I'm talking darkness. Amen. It's a scary time. Uh, you know what? I, as, you know, I look real tough, but I'm actually kind of a chicken in the dark. 
walked out on my back porch the other night. I saw something I thought, well, here recently we saw, we live out in the, we live out in the woods basically now, and, and the other night we saw, woke up a few weeks ago, a month, a couple months ago, I woke up and on the back porch was a three-fourths eating rabbit on my back porch. That's nice. Didn't have that in Olathe. Praise God. So I thought I saw an animal on my porch the other morning. <laughs> I stepped out and I, well, it was at night. It was nighttime. And I saw it. I turned the light on. And I thought I saw something. I was going to go look at it, and it moved. And uh, but it was just a leaf. So, <laughs> but it was dark, and I was I was I was tough, you know. But it moved. I thought it was going to get me. <laughs> Praise God! I was worried it was going to eat my foot or something. No, but there's something. There's something about the darkness that we're our, our human mind just we weren't made to. To, to, to desire, if you're walking in the spirit, you're walking in, the, I'm talking the deeds of the wicked, amen, the Bible says they, they like the wicked because their deeds are covered up, amen, we're children of the light, amen, we're called into his light, amen, we're called into his, his kingdom, amen, we're children of light, praise God, amen, but by nature, human nature, amen, if, if, if you're going to walk from, from, my, from my house down to the, the, the road to take the garbage can, I make Lydia carry my flashlight for me. It's a good walk down there, too. It's pretty dark. Amen. There's a reason, because I don't, you can't really see, and it's just, you just don't know. You just, we humans, we like the light. We like to be able to see. Praise God. Amen. Don't tell me when you walk out of a store and it's nighttime and the lights are out in the parking lot. Amen. The nighttime is just a time where it's just, we weren't, we weren't made physically. Our bodies, you ask anybody who works a night shift, Brother Dale, it's just, you're opposite of everybody else, and it's just inconvenient many times, and, and it's just difficult because everybody else is just their schedules are so. And, amen. Uh, but but it, but it just I know that works that way sometimes. Amen. Uh, but I'm, it doesn't take away the fact that it still is hard. It's still difficult when you got to work the night shift. Amen. You know, every every week, every day. Amen. Uh, days off. It's like three in the morning and. I remember laying the tile on that four year brother Dill's like whistling at four o'clock in the morning and uh, about buried his head in a bucket of mortar. Amen. Because I was exhausted. Uh, amen. If you remember that morning, Brother Dale, we, I, I, we, that was a doozy. Amen. We had, I went to work that, of course, we worked or, uh, worked like crazy around here. Amen. But I got up at what, four or five o'clock that morning, went to work, came, came straight to the church, which I did most of the time. Amen. About, about five or six o'clock, my wife brought supper here. I started laying tile, and uh, five thirty in the morning, I said, "Brother Dale, you got to take me home. I got to take a shower and go to work." Amen. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> I was. I wasn't feeling it. It was rough. It was hard. Amen. Those nighttime hours, I'm telling you, amen, are tough. Amen. But when you got a purpose, when you got a when you, when you got a reason, Amen. If it means feeding your family, if it means providing for your home, you got to do what you've got to do, Amen. I'm talking about revival, doing what God's called us to do. Praise God, Amen. Uh, our human body—it's wired to function its best during the daytime, Amen. Our flesh is most comfortable, 
Amen. The sun comes up. The rooster crows. We get up, do our job, and, and then we get, the sun starts going down. We get tired. We eat dinner. And we go to bed. That's, that's kind of how things were meant to be. Amen. But all the while, amen, somebody's going contrary to their flesh. Somebody, amen, some fishermen have gone contrary, amen, to what the human body was meant to do. Amen. They said, you know what? Uh, I like catching fish. Uh, you know what? I, I do I do well, and I enjoy it. Uh, amen. And they, they mess up their own, uh, their own physiological uh, way of being and say, you know what? It's worth it to me. You know what? I'm going to be weary during the day. Uh, amen. But I'm going to fish at night. Uh, amen because it's the most advantageous time, amen, to, to, to go out and fish. In Alaska, they have what they call seasonal affective disorder. It's called SAD. What they call it, SAD disease. Amen, it's because they have so many hours of darkness, amen, a day. Amen, in the wintertime compared to, to nighttime. Ten o'clock, in Anchorage, 10 o'clock in the morning, it would get daylight kind of, kind of a dusk, kind of a daylight, and about 2 o'clock, the sun would go behind the mountains, and that'd be it. Farther north you went, it would, it would barely peak across the, 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 the mountains, and uh, it was dark most of the day. And so there are certain things that are in, the, in that sun, that, uh, that just something about this, the daylight. It would get this sad disease, seasonal affective disorder. Children themselves also, by instinct, just nature, when the sun comes up in the summertime, amen, you know, it starts getting daylight, and they start waking up early, it's like, ooh. Go back to bed. It's too early. Even a time change or something like that really messes them up. Amen. And there's just something about it. Amen. Where our bodies are made. Amen. To function. Amen. In the daytime. Most businesses, societies are centered around daytime business operations. I know we have 24-hour stuff, that, that, you know, and things that but I'm talking about in general. Banks are open. Businesses mostly operate. You, most uh, corporations do most of their work. There's distributions and stuff like that. Amen. Uh, but I'm talking about overall, our society and the world operates during the daytime. Amen. But, amen, there are some factions. There are some things. Amen. Some men. Amen. Uh, but when darkness begins to fall. Everyone else begins to shut down and go home. Amen. There's some individuals, uh, amen, that are gearing up uh, and getting their boat ready. Amen. And getting their nets prepared and, and getting their lanterns ready. Amen. And getting all the crew together, amen, to get on that boat. Because as soon as it gets uh, just to the right time, uh, amen, before the sun really gets down, they're going to get out on the water. Amen. In the middle of the night, uh, amen. And they're just going to set their net. Everybody else is asleep. And the whole world is shutting down for the evening. Amen. But you know what? I, I'm going to be about my father's business. I'm going to let down my lantern. I'm going to attract some fish. I'm going to, I'm going to do something to attract a man fish. Apostle was a fisherman. He was a fisherman. Hallelujah. That's why the apostle Peter in Luke 5 and 6 said, Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all the night, taken nothing. So this is this happens, just as as Dr. Thomas said. You know that there's nights and many times you'd see the weary fishermen coming in, didn't catch nothing that night, but you know what? They got out there the next night, and they got out there the next night. Amen. Some nights there was success. Some nights there there was a, a great catch, and some nights maybe so so, and then some nights. Uh, amen. I would venture to say probably uh, quite often there were nights when they would come in not catching anything and just think. 
You know what? That was a wearisome night. Amen. But what was it that got them going? What was it that kept them going? Amen. It was knowing, you know what? I still know there's fish out there. I still, because you know why? I've caught them before. I know there's more fish out there. Amen. And there was a thrill in it. There was a desire in it. Amen. And they got out. They got home and got a little rest. Amen. And everybody else was about doing But you know what? They were about, God, their business sufficient. They were about their business. I'm talking when you work for God. Amen. You're on a different time schedule. Amen. Everything else gets pushed aside. Everything else gets centered around what you're doing for God. As opposed to, well, what I'm doing now, try to fit in what God wants me to do in the mix. Amen. Why don't we center our lives around what God has called us to do? Then if there's room for anything else, so be it. Oh, come on. Amen. What a concept. What a concept. Amen. Whether it's, amen. Whether it's being involved in music. Whether it's being involved in Sunday school. Amen. Whether it's being involved in any ministry in the church. Amen. Why don't we center our lives around the things of God? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let those things take precedent over everything else. We ought to prioritize the things that will make us fruitful in the kingdom of God first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Amen. We mix it up too many times. Amen. I'm going to add all these things. And then I'll seek righteousness in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm talking about fishing. Amen. I'm talking about working the night shift. Praise God. The inconvenient night shift. The Apostle Peter, amen. Sister Becky, I'm just about done, believe it or not. The Apostle Peter, Jesus said, cast your nets. Cast your nets. Everything that Peter knew of his years fishing, everything that should make sense, everything that he had ever done, all the skills that he had learned as a fisherman, all the, 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 the years he had had, said, this is going to be just a pointless exercise. This is going to be, there's nothing going to come out of this. Nothing that I did. I, I, he probably didn't even. He probably had the thought. I can't even use the lantern. Can't do anything. What am I going to do? But okay, Lord. One more time. I'll lay. I'll let my nets down. The nets were heavy. Praise God. The nets were heavy. Multiple men in a boat to catch and to pull in as they dropped the nets into the deep water. Not only was he dragging the net in the water, but once the fish got in, told me the net was about to break. But imagine, if you've ever carried like a, just a heavy rope, or even a, uh, if you've ever taken even a heavy extension cord, long extension cord, and try to wind it up, and by the time you're done, you're just arms are kind of wore out. Maybe it's just me, I don't know. all night long pulling these wet ropes and wet nets all night long. <laughs> Hallelujah. For one reason is to catch fish. Jesus says one more time. One more time. 
And thank God that he did. Thank God that he did. Because it tells me something. It tells me something. It tells me, you know what? We could work all night. Amen. We could do all that we do. Amen. And maybe not catch anything. We may have worked all night long. We may have been in the church many years and, and, and worked with numerous people and put effort into folks and, and tried, to, tried to win them to God and do all these sorts of things. Amen. But it tells me this, that we could toil all night long. But when God says put down the net one more time, we could bring in such a drop of fish. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now we read this story. Yeah, who was it that one time went like this? <laughs> Interestingly, this story of this catching all these fish, okay? We are attracting fish. We're attracting a dark world. You know, see a whole family walk in the back door. I don't know about you, but that's pretty cool. Not just one whole family, but another whole family. Then a couple awesome young men. Stressful Sundays, Brother Dale. It worked. It was a lot of work. I think it's been about eight years since Jerry and I. I've been down there about eight years. Been in Sunday school eight years ish here.
church was talking about Brother Reagan up here, and he said something like Josh. I went to go pick up a couple kids that went to Sunday school. put this wig on and these glasses and then walk across the stage and then I mean it, it just it, and I always tell him so I'm sorry but this just hit me right now and this is what we're gonna do that's how we're gonna do this. Uh, okay. And I don't even know if these guys know what in the world we talk about. I mean probably know all the stuff I taught them. first Bible study
saw some young men that came in last night. Four people, three of the four, have been in Bible studies with us, the teenagers that have been in the church with us. Folks like that, young people like that. Amen. I want to be a laborer for the Lord. Praise God. I'm here just to talk about the revival. Amen. It's going to be work. It's going to be efforts. Prioritizing life is putting the things that were fruitful in, in our lives first. Amen. In the kingdom of God. Amen. It's getting in tune with, amen, your man of God. What's his passions, his desires? Amen. What can you help with? What can you do? What can... What can I, I do to be a part? What can I do to, to, to ensure that a family that we've attracted, amen, gets into the net? What can I do? What, how can I be involved? How, I'm talking their kids are in Sunday school. Amen. Amen. They're always looking for help. Always looking for somebody, amen, who has a burden. Amen. Because I'm telling you, you may say, hey, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. Amen. But I'm telling you, every Sunday morning, every crazy crazy wild Sunday morning amen I can look back and think and I get done thinking wow this is just insanely crazy I'm wore out and exhausted amen I'm telling you it's worth every day you go down there it's worth it amen I'm talking about getting a burden for the things of God getting a heartbeat for souls getting a desire amen to fish in the night season amen to go out when it's inconvenient amen my schedule's opposite of everybody else's everybody's wanting to go to the mall everybody's wanting to go shopping or get together amen but I'm on a different schedule I've got a different purpose. I've got a different calling. I want to be fruitful. I want to attract somebody. Amen. I'm not going to sleep like everybody else. I'm staying up and working the night shift. Well, let's stand together tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us get a desire, a burden in our heart. Amen. Praise God to put the things of God first. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Amen. I am to end tonight with what I started with. Just a little bit ago. I'm so glad that God has called me into his kingdom. Amen. But am I doing what God has called me to do? Jesus said this in Mark 1, 16 and 17. Now, 
As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a seed in the net. They were fishers. That starts the story. Then the whole story goes down. And Jesus says in verse 17, And Jesus said unto them, Carry, come ye after me. I will make you to become fishers of men. Just how you caught these fish. I want to teach you how to catch people. If you don't know anything about catching people, you know nothing about catching people. He spent three and a half years with the apostles walking, teaching them, loving them, showing compassion, feeding them, healing them, ministering to them, working for them. Amen. It's getting up early, staying up late, being, amen, walking everywhere, not having a place to lay his head. They saw three and a half years Jesus showing him, hey, it's not a whole lot different than catching fish. Amen. It's not about you, it's about everybody else. Looking upon, amen, them and having compassion. Amen. Looking upon them and helping touch uh, their infirmity and, and, and rising early to teach and, and to go into Samaria to find that one soul. Uh, amen. And healing the, bla- uh, the, the lame man and, and healing the blind. Amen. He says, I'll make you to become. You've got to learn how to do this. You're not a natural. Amen. You may have a good, you may be good uh, with with good people skills. You may know how to talk to somebody. You may know how to, you go, but you're not a good fisherman. If you don't got fish, you're going to need my help. Hallelujah. And the, the apostles followed Jesus three and a half years and he says he said I've called you to be fruitful I've called you to be fishers of men so Jesus ascends into heaven leaves his disciples church in their hands go to Jerusalem wait on the promise of the Father they go amen and the Holy Ghost comes and they're filled with the Spirit amen the Holy Ghost is the Spirit Amen. As they speak in tongues, the Spirit gives utterance. And there's a crowd. And you have the most well-trained, well-equipped fisherman who has learned to fish for souls. Standing up with the eleven.
praise God. We're in revival mode. God's reaching. God's sending souls. Amen. He's sending souls, amen, to Olathe. He's sending them, amen, to Lacine. He's sending them to Garden. He's sending them in Africa. He's sending them all over the globe. Amen. Amen. Let us get this desire in our heart. Uh, God, I want to be a part of what's going on. I want to be a part of what's happening. God, I'm willing to lay aside my, my, my lifestyle. I'm willing to put you in everything first, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Becca, please, why don't we find a place to pray as we close the service tonight? Hallelujah. God, I want to leave change. 